Okay, what's up, y'all? So let me just jump right into it. I don't even want to hold y'all up. Okay, so pretty much I just been seeing the state of the country right now. I mean, the world. Um, and it's really been on my heart to talk about a few things. Um, first, the freaking um, the infamous jab that's what's leading us through all this chaos and secondly um these public school systems and i want to highly encourage y'all to snatch y'all kids out of these public institutions that don't give excuse my language but it's necessary for how i'm feeling right now they don't give two shits about you or your kids okay (laughs) so um pretty much let's get back to the nitty-gritty i mean the infamous jab we already know what it is i'm not going to say what it is if you know what the jab is and you know what the jab is if you don't you need to go do some research um yeah so pretty much um people i mean this is to me this is what it looks like when you're trying to test somebody's gangster this, this is what it looks like. I mean, talking about, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that if you don't get this jab and all this. When your children go to school, that ties back into having the, the children tested every week in a lot of these public schools. Um, and not to mention the mask mandates. That's a really, really big thing for me. And that is one of the reasons, one of the major reasons why I immediately snatched my child out of um, public school, which, I mean, technically she's already been out a year anyway. I mean, she did the virtual learning whole thing, but then me and her father came to the conclusion that we're just going to do that nice young um, NOI, the notice of intent to homeschool. Yeah, that. Because see, a lot of people try to make it seem like homeschooling is impossible, but I really wanted to do this podcast to let you guys know that there are so many different options when it comes to homeschooling. See, most of y'all be thinking homeschooling is just the um, the traditional sit down at your uh like at a at a dresser or a desk at home uh while your what like your super religious mom or dad teaches you and it's just all like christian based and blah 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 no there are so many different ways you know what i'm saying they have homeschooling programs such as monastery a Montessori school that will work with you with a specific curriculum and have that individualized plan for your child while still getting the socialization that your child needs you know they go you know they may go to school four days a week five days a week but it's not tied to and don't get monetary mixed up with private institutions because those are going down the drain too um yeah it's it's pretty simple you know it's so many methods um they have what is it they call it unschooling where you kind of let your child guide through like with their curiosities and what they're interested in is so many different ways and um I'm gonna be going further into that with you guys it's gonna be like a break for me but you guys won't even notice that I'm gonna come back with a little um the little different you know ways of homeschooling like y'all don't have to put y'all kids through this freaking torture like I used to live in California and my child used to go to a public school through LAUSD and now that we left the state and I'm just um looking at all these different news reports and they're like 
oh, um, yeah, your kid's got to get tested every week, like get a freaking Q-tip of their nose every week. Um, they're talking about the teachers have to be fully vaccinated. If they're not fully vaccinated, they have to test negative for COVID. Like, it's just, it's just so much things that are like going on. And I know a lot of parents out there are extremely overwhelmed because it's just like, okay, what do I do? It's just like a lot of parents just hurried up and sent their kids back. And it's just like, I'm not here to judge no one. I'm not here to try to guilt shame you and make you feel bad about sending your child to public school. I'm just trying to beg you to take them out of public school and file the intent to homeschool. They have so many homeschooling groups that everyone can get a part of. Like they have what they call homeschooling pods where like the parents actually have a curriculum and pretty much they like switch off and like take turns and teach the children and all these other types of great things. But what it is, a lot of people just don't know what they don't know. And I think now um, with everything going on, I think now is a time where we're being given an ultimatum. It's like, okay, either you're going to do this or you're going to do that. It's a clear divide of what's going on. And through all this, especially now, our children should be the last ones that have to suffer because they already been through enough. We grown, you know what I'm saying? We, we does this, we grown, but for these kids, nah, it, it's, it's not okay um, I don't, I don't like how they doing stuff, you know, like y'all see little kids, they don't be like the freaking neatest and cleanest. So could you imagine your little four or five year old, six, seven year old, whatever, 16, I don't care. That's your kid. Imagine them just walking around with a mask on, especially these little babies. You know what I'm saying? They barely be knowing what to do. And they just walking around, breathing their own carbon dioxide. And another little side note I wanted to say, every I'm hearing a lot of people talking about, oh, now all of a sudden everyone is a doctor, everyone is a doctor. No, people have common sense. Like, we're not stupid. So, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, I'm back after, like, freaking hours. Okay, so I just want to jump back right into what I was saying. Um... So, yeah, I want to give you guys some information really briefly about the different types of homeschooling. And right now I'm on this website called Time for Learning. So it's time, the number four, and then learning.com. And um, I'm just going to read just briefly so you guys can, like, just get an idea, like, if you're feeling overwhelmed. and, And another thing. Just a quick update, because like I said, um, I'm back after like hours. So now I'm hearing, um, because I'm in the state of Nevada, but I'm hearing that now a school um, in the town of Henderson, that's not too far away from me, probably like a 20, 20 minute drive. Now they're going back to distant whatever virtual learning you see what I'm saying this is what I'm saying and parents was all happy sending their kids to school and shit like nah y'all back where y'all started so let me just give y'all a heads up on what you guys can do take your kids out of these public institutions now let me read the article it says if you're if you are new to homeschooling some of the terms other than um 
I'm fucking up. I'm sorry. If you're new to homeschooling, some of the terms other homeschoolers use and the different homeschool styles they refer to may leave you with even more questions. Worry not. We'll help you navigate through the different methods for homeschooling so you can choose the right approach. So basically, this um, article is going to be talking about different types of homeschooling, whatever. Let's get into it. Um, so let me just start off by giving you a list of the different methods of homeschooling. And I really, truly believe that, um, this list is not limited to just these particular, um, methods of homeschooling that I'm going to be talking about today. So first you have the traditional homeschooling, you have road schooling, world schooling, unschooling, eclectic homeschooling, classical homeschooling, Montessori homeschooling, homeschooling with unit studies, Charlotte Mason homeschooling, Waldorf homeschooling. Okay, so first things first, I mentioned the traditional homeschooling. So right here, time for learning goes on to say the default homeschooling style for many new homeschoolers is to align their approach with that of the classroom educational model. They are so similar with okay so we're gonna get into a little bit more about traditional homeschooling and i'm pretty sure you guys already kind of got an idea what the traditional homeschooling is so basically um traditional homeschooling um is essentially doing school at home using similar methods to those used in public or private schools because this is the educational model that parents are most familiar with many new homeschooling families begin their journey by purchasing textbooks desk wall posters and other items that mimic the conventional school setting in addition homeschoolers usually utilize a lecture teaching style have their days solidly scheduled make frequent use of tests and quizzes to track progress and try to align their curriculum with that of their local school like you know of the local school district Although many families migrate away from this style as they gain more confidence with homeschooling, it is a popular approach for those who are concerned with getting it right or who appreciate the familiarity and accountability that traditional homeschooling provides. So pretty much your traditional homeschooling is just for parents, um, you know, that want like that structure um, that you would at a regular school. So that's one method and then let me go back yeah i clicked in all this stuff now i have to literally go back uh yeah i'm definitely gonna be editing hold up this is so annoying uh. God, yes, thank God that I know how to edit now. <laughs> so, so, okay, here we go again. So, road schooling. So, road schooling is pretty much what it sounds like. You're doing your homeschooling, like, on the road. World schooling, you're, like, traveling the world, doing your homeschooling, like, you're just going all over the place. Um, unschooling. Let me click on that one. Unschooling, contrary to what its name might indicate, unschooling certainly does not mean that child is free from learning. 
Rather, the term reflects a choice to put educational decisions into each child's hands instead of having a parent or teacher make all their choices about what the child should and shouldn't learn. So pretty much the child is leading by their own curiosity. Eclectic homeschooling. Many homeschoolers become eclectic homeschoolers over time after they discover that blending multiple approaches approaches works better for them than ascribing to a single defined style. So pretty much, for instance, like I feel like I am I would be considered an eclectic homeschooling because kind of want to mix the traditional with the Montessori mixed with the unschooling and we'll get to Montessori school in a second and then classical homeschooling is some styles of education have stood the test of time and that is definitely true for classical education which has its roots stretching back as far as the middle ages uh, learn about what constitutes classical education okay so i don't even want to click on classical education because i feel like it's a lot like traditional um education but i'm going to do it anyway so let's see what it says um Classical education is an approach to teaching and learning based on a three-part process training the mind called the trivium. The instructional style is based on a method developed by Latin writer Martinez Capella in the Middle Ages and popularized during the Renaissance period. The original intent of this form of education was to create a uniform way of teaching all human knowledge. Although used in schools for centuries, in the past couple of decades, many families have recognized the benefits of a classical education for homeschoolers. On this page, okay, I'm about to read some freaking something else. Okay, so now I need to figure out how to go back. This is so messy. Okay, I figured it out. It was easy. Okay, and then where were we? We were at classical. So I guess classical wasn't really like what I just said <laughs> so let's go okay and Montessori Montessori homeschooling um yet another historical educator whose philosophies have had a major effect on how children learn was Mar- Maria Montessori um discover why god I'm reading like instructions I'm so sorry y'all Okay, Maria Montessori was a medical doctor and Italian educator in the late 19th and 20th century who focused her attention on how young children learn. Her finding led to an educational philosophy that revolutionized early childhood education. I'm sorry if I'm going fast, you guys. I'm so sorry. Hopefully this is edited out with me talking. Her findings led to an educational philosophy that revolutionized Early childhood education and continues to influence preschools, daycares, churches, oh, church schools, and homes to this day. Okay, so I want to get more into the Montessori approach only because this is one of the methods that's gonna um, that my child is gonna do. So the Montessori approach to early childhood education is a child-centered approach that values each child as a unique individual creativity and curiosity are encouraged which leads students to value knowledge and seek out for themselves self-regulation is a key goal of the Montessori philosophy of education meaning the ability of a child to regulate 
his or her conduct in a way that is appropriate to the situation. The Montessori method views a child's classroom as a preparatory environment for the biggest classroom of all, life. Some of the characteristics of Montessori education include mixed age classes, cooperation and collaboration among students, hands-on learning, active learning methods, teachers who model the behaviors and values that they want children to emulate, teachers who see themselves as the facilitators rather than instructors, respect for each other's Respect for each child's individual learning style, freedom of children to choose between learning activities, guidance on positive behavior and conflict resolution, helping students see connections between traditional subjects such as math, science, history, language, arts. Um, I think this style of teaching is so freaking cool for the simple fact like soon as you start reading like the approach they talk about creativity and curiosity i love that and i love that they say they look at each child as their own individual person because it's like that's what they are they're their own individual little people you know so i just think that's that's really cool and i'm really looking forward to that and also the benefit with the monastery school, you would still have to file and attend to homeschool, but your child would be in like a classroom setting, you know? Um, you can also use monastery at home. It says, while the monastery methods were originally developed for classroom use, many families have recognized that teaching monastery in the home has a wide range of benefits, too, by creating an environment that aligns with Dr. Montessori's philosophy. Parents can encourage a love of learning right within the walls of their own home. Um, so pretty much they're like, you can use those same methods. You don't have to just have that classroom setting where the child goes out to like a school or whatever, a monastery school. You can do it at home, too. But that's what I love about all this is like you have so many options. Oh, and I'm not done. My bad. I just started drifting off. Okay, let's see. I went way left. I gotta go down here. Okay, so homeschooling with unit studies. Centering your homeschool studies around a specific topic or theme is called the unit study approach. This can involve integrating various academic subjects such as history, science, and English language arts into a dedicated study of a theme such as weather baths, a favorite book, or even a biographical figure to understand. Oh, I'm always about to read what it says, like the instructions. Um, next, they have the Charlotte Mason homeschooling. It says some styles of homeschooling are steeped in the specific philosophy, philosophies, excuse me, of educators who have become renowned for their takes on learning. One of these approaches is based on the findings of British educator from the 19th century who believed that education should encompass a child's atmosphere, disciplines, and life as a whole. I want to read deeper into that. I want to see what that's about. Okay, so it says, Charlotte Mason, 
put a heavy emphasis on using high quality literature, which she called living books to teach children. She believed that education should involve the whole person, not just the mind. According to the Mason Education, the atmosphere, a discipline of life. In terms of homeschooling, the Charlotte Mason approach translates to the abundant use of narrative literature, plenty of time spent outdoors exploring the development of an appreciation for art, music, nature, journaling, narration, dictation, and copy work. Okay, the Charlotte Mason teaching methods consist of activities and attitudes that help a child learns self-discipline as well as academic subject. Mason's model was education is an atmosphere, a discipline, a life. Specific steps to her method include narration, an activity that consists of the child telling back a story she has heard or read. It is done orally when the child is young and as she grows older, she begins to write out her narrations. Copy work. Transcribing a piece of literature as handwriting practice, nature study, a study of living science was a focus of observation of things, living books, books written in an alive, engaging way by an author who has a passion for the subject. This would be in contrast to textbooks, which are often created by committees to achieve government set school standards. Okay, so I'm kind of feeling the Charlotte Mason um, method. You see what I'm saying? There are so many because this must have been one that I skipped over last time. I mean, that's great. It's like <laughs> they want your children to develop an appreciation for art, music, and nature. <laughs> Journaling, narration, that's awesome. Like right there, you see what I'm saying? Just me reading this, this might reach a parent that's like, oh my God, like that's all I've been looking for all my life, but I never knew that it even existed. See, this is why I'm here to help y'all. Okay. And then the last one was, and like I said, even though I'm saying the last one, you know, this is just like the main list. I'm pretty sure there's all types of other homeschooling. I'm just giving y'all the grits of the situation okay so the last one or it's not limited to it says Wardorf homeschooling another educator who ascribed to a very specific educational technique was Rudolf Steiner his central focus was on instilling in children an understanding and appreciation of their place in the global and natural world so let's click on that and dig a little bit deeper so the Wardorf education philosophy originated in the early 1900s with Rudolf Steiner, who believed that child development could be grouped into three distinct stages of roughly seven years each. He proposed that early childhood education should focus on creative play and active hands-on learning. Elementary education is the time to introduce academic instruction while teaching students to increase their imagination and manage their emotions. Secondary education should focus on critical thinking, empathy, and community service. The Rudolf philosophy, also called the Steiner education philosophy, has become a worldwide movement that has gained significant popularity in the United States in the last decade, with dozens of new Rudolf-inspired schools having been created in that time. This trend has extended to homeschooling as well, with many families adopting the Rudolf slash Steiner approach to education okay so with the worthy goal of educating the whole child we're still talking about the world off um approach 
sorry about that, (laughs) with the worthy goal of educating the whole child, body, mind, and spirit, it is no surprise that many homeschooling families have embraced the Rudolph philosophy for their educational model. Some of the benefits of the Rudolph teaching method for homeschool include the Rudolph approach to early childhood education de-emphasizes academics a focus on age-appropriate learning art music gardening and foreign language are key focuses in the elementary years no textbooks are used in the first several grades no formal grades are assigned during the elementary years instead children are assessed by progress made an integration of the natural world into all aspects um and now i just want to a little more time on this one because I'm kind of interested so right now we're at the part where it says Rudolph homeschool curriculum and it says one of the unique things homes homeschoolers discover about Rudolph education is that the curriculum can be quite inexpensive because the focus of the program is on learning through play exploration in the natural world homeschool families have the most of what they already need right at their fingertips so that's the cool thing too like if you don't want to buy these expensive curriculum packets and all that you could be the one to choose that method you know it's like so many different options for so many different types of people like that's the whole thing that I'm trying to get y'all to understand like you don't have to deal with these institutions like you really don't and I really want you guys to know that like you don't have to take your freaking kids out of these schools seriously seriously just take them out just take them out of the school because it's just it's not cool um, and another thing I wanted to talk about is the um, the homeschooling groups. Like right now, it's so crazy. I literally just logged into my Facebook and one of the parents is just like, hi, everyone. We are in the process of starting a Rudolph inspired micro school homeschool pod and are seeking a Rudolph experienced kindergarten lead teacher to guide a group of four to six year olds this school year. We will be starting in September and have a typical five day per week in person schedule. Please reach out if interested. See, these are the types of like minded individuals that I come into contact with every day you see you know what I'm saying so it's like there's people that are like looking for teachers to like independently teach their children like they have homeschooling pods you know like (laughs) it's really amazing and this particular group um if you're in the Las Vegas area is called pandemic school pods how cool is that how cool is that it's like they got these families running around here stressing running around like chickens with their head cut off and it's like y'all guys don't even have to do that you don't even have to do that so yeah just wake up please wake up please wake up (laughs) so i'm gonna just leave it there And I just really hope y'all take some of my advice and like really take my advice, please take them kids out of them fucking schools.
seriously. Please. And I'm done.